<laughs> All right, everyone. Here we are, back on the podcast, back talking about adversity. Uh, but today, I got Brianna. Hi. So, Brianna, just tell me a little about yourself. Where are we from? Where are we from? <laughs> just give, give me something. <laughs> um, I'm from Orange County, California. It's uh, right underneath L.A. County from Huntington Beach. Yep. How yep. long have you been in Isla Vista? Two and a half years. Okay, right on. And then how did you get here? Um, I did a ministry school up in Redding, California called BSSM and came down on a missions trip to Isla Vista and just fell in love with the place, with the community. Um, and so I just decided to move here and moved into the JB house. Praise God. <laughs> Having no idea what you're really signing up for. No, huh? none at all. <laughs> Which we could segue in. I know you would have a lot to share about your journey in Isla Vista and the different adversities. For sure. But the one I want to highlight today is kind of a heavy one, but a very um, relevant one for a lot of us. If it's not now, it could be later in your future, and that is losing a loved one. And Brianna lost her mom in September of 2019. Mm -hmm. So let's just start off. Was that expected? Were you like, oh, mom's going to die? Um, or was it kind of more of a sudden thing? Yeah, no, it was not expected at right. all. It was very, very sudden. Yeah, I like had just moved to Ivy and... Like within a month or two, right? I feel like it happened really fast. Yeah, within, yeah, within like the end of... I moved in in July and mm -hmm. then at the end of August. Wow. I like got a phone call from one of my friends while I was in Orange County. Or not one of my friends, from someone in my family being like, mom's in the hospital. And I was like, what? Why? Mm. And then I remember just like driving up to my parents' house and like visiting her in the hospital and having like really no idea what was happening. And then a month later she had passed away. And wow. it was like... Wow. I had taken a few trips down to Orange County from IV to like see her again, but I like really, mm -hmm. I really had no idea like how sick she was because it just happened so quickly. And then she also didn't have like really like any answers as to what was happening. And so, and I just moved and it was just like, well, it was lot. just a lot. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so initially, what kind of emotions, what kind of, was it just a total swirl, surreal at first, angry at God, mad? I mean, eventually we're going to get to keys of adversity, things that help in adversity, not to say you like conquered it, but for someone who has been alongside a lot of lives in Isla Vista and alongside of lives of people who have lost parents, Mm -hmm. watching your journey, not to say you like knocked it out of the ballpark. Is there anything knocking it out when grief happens at this level? But wow, like, like, wow, seriously, like the way you love God through it, the way you kept showing up, the way you kept your heart, at least again, you can speak into this somewhat, maybe fully tender to God and not put up a massive wall or said, you know, here's the middle finger and I'm out God. Um, pretty remarkable so that's why you're in here if you don't know yeah. i'm like i'm gonna try to pull this out today <laughs> help me god <laughs> like how what happened how did this happen yeah 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 i mean i, I honestly i feel like i know like why it happened. 
elephant this way? Okay. I mean, I do know. Yes, it's give like, it to us, please. Well, when... Because I had done ministry school, I had heard enough stories from people's lives, and I had heard enough sermons to know that the devil hates me and hates all of us who are in Christ, and that any, like, every circumstance in our lives is going to try and tell us one thing, Mm. and whereas, like, God is probably saying something different. And so I just realized that, like, I... Like, the enemy was going to try and take me out through that. Wow. And I was like... Like, already you had that thought almost from the beginning. Yeah, from the beginning. Like, this could go one way or the other here. No, I for sure knew. Wow. I remember, like, having, like, a hangout with somebody, like, a few weeks after and just being like, yeah, like, I know that my story is meant to be people's breakthrough. And so I know that the enemy is going to try and take me out by this, but I'm not going to let him. Because the Lord is like... At the end of the day, like, the Lord is good no matter what my circumstances may tell me. And so I was like, I just have to believe that because I've, like, seen him move in my life enough to know that, like, even though... I just got so rocked off of that line. I'm serious. (laughs) I'm, like, over here trying to recover. I'm like, wow. Yeah. It's almost like you just made a decision right from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, like, like this is going to be a war and I'm going to have to choose God. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah, you did actually, right? Yeah. Okay, so practically, let's let's put some like skeleton to this thing. Like, what does this look like? Because you're human, right? So you're having tough days, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Sad days, Sad mad days, days, like kind of the stages of grief at For some sure. level. Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, I like. I went through like a lot, obvious, obviously, because I had like. I had gone to the hospital room like a few after a few hours after my mom had died with a few friends and like prayed for her to raise from the dead because I like believed that miracles still happen and miracles are for today and that it's beautiful. If like I just was like this is too bad of a situation for this to be God and so I was like his will is always to heal and so I'm just going to like pray and believe that she's going to raise from the dead. And so I prayed with my friends for a few hours and didn't see anything. And then the next day we went back to the hospital and like tracked down her like body from like the people who were picking it up from the morgue. That's wild. Yeah. It was, it was wild. And we like went and like waited outside until like, she was like being like shipped or like brought to like this, to the cremator essentially. And like prayed Mm. for her body or for her to raise from the dead and didn't see anything happen. And like, it took until like the end of the day for it to really to hit me that I was like, oh, like, I don't think she's going to raise from the dead in the morgue. Like, I don't like wow. I don't think that's going to happen. And and so it was like a lot, a lot of shock for sure. And then like, wow, a lot of like, like disappointment. Totally. Right. So much disappointment yes. because I fully like believed that God right. would heal her and uh-huh. fully believed that that was his will in that situation. And so it, even though I had that perspective of like, God is good in every circumstance, it really did like pull me into question of like, okay, well, like, like, is he actually with me? Like, does he actually like care? Like, like, I know that he's good, but why am I not seeing your goodness in this circumstance? And so that led to, I think I realized that I realized through walking out of a lot of grief that like most of my grief was 
a lot of it had, I mean, like losing a loved one, losing a parent is like gigantic, huge loss, huge transition. Mm -hmm. It's like for the first time you're like really an adult, like you don't have that covering Mm -hmm. in your life and it, and it hurts. And it's like, you've always had that covering in your life and then suddenly you don't, it's a horrible experience. But I think like, I'm trying to remember my train of thought. It was so good. It was like the first time in your life something. I can't remember what you were saying either. It was like... I don't know, but this is like really good. <laughs> it's like, wow, Lord. Um, but yeah, I like... It was just It was just really... It was really painful. And I knew... I knew that the enemy wanted to take me out, but I still couldn't deny that the way that... like the way that I was feeling and the pain yeah, of that because loss. you were talking about grief. I just remember and too. I yeah, brought up past grief. I think you were almost going to go to maybe or no, it brought, I, I realized that like the grief that I was experiencing, a lot of the pain that I was experiencing, there was a lot of different facets, but I think most pain comes from a place of like having wrong perspective. Mm. And so a lot of my pain was rooted in lies of like, Oh God doesn't like, God's not here with me anymore. He's not, he doesn't care. Like he took away my mom. Like he must like, like do you not feel be like, present I mean, in that. Sorry to have to put on a ranking yeah, system, yeah, but so. do you feel like on a scale one through 10, those thoughts were like some days like a 10 and other days like a two. I mean, was that a constant for months you're in that, that kind of tension place? I think, I think it wasn't even like, it wasn't even thoughts. It was just that belief that settled in that was just like uh, led to like, it right. was like the thing that was it's over the me. lens, right? It yeah. was my lens. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't even like, I get it. A, th- a recurring it thought. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was like a, okay. This is my belief. For how long would you say? That lasted. I'd I mean, it's hard because it goes in stages. In the first yes. stage of grief, you're in shock. And so, like, for the first few months, I remember, like, knowing for a fact, like, oh, nobody can fill my pain or my void. Mm-hmm. The Lord is the only one who can. And I remember going, like, daily into the house of prayer that's in my backyard, like, in the garage, like, going there every day and just, like, crying and wow. and just, like, waiting until I, like... Waiting wow. until my tears were done and waiting until I just knew that he was with me. Wow. Like, I, I just was like, I have to know that you're here. Even if I don't feel you, I have to, like, let myself just be exactly where I'm at and be, like, known and seen in this. And yeah. so... That's really good, though. Yeah, that lasted for a while. And then, like, it and felt you were like... pretty consistent. You would just go there. Yeah, because I was in so much pain. It was like, I can't fill this with anything else other than him because it's not going to do anything. Like, if I feel this with people or if I feel this with, like, every other, like, comfort, it's not going to... It's going to pull me away from him rather than pull me into him. And I knew that, like, he's this true source of, like, comfort and joy. And I knew what it looked like. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, I knew. Well, I, mean, yeah. I think regardless of people have lost that are listening to this, we've all experienced loss, right? Yeah. And even just like I lost a, a dog, I lost a job, you know, I lost mm-hmm. a friend that was with me for some years. So it's so easy for us to take our pain to other sources and other places. But I'm hearing you on like one of the highest levels, along with losing probably a child, you know, losing your mom, saying, okay, I, I'm taking my pain to God. And then the next day I took my pain to God and I realized there was no other source 
to mm-hmm. go to. Yeah. That's why I think your story from the outside looking in has been like, what the frick is Brianna doing with God? <laughs> like, what happened? You know, like, and I mean, it's not like I didn't know some of this, but like, I'm just kind of like putting the pieces of my puzzle together, you know, and be like, okay, so that's what was happening. You were going to the house of prayer. You were crying until you felt like, not even felt, but just believe, right? Because sometimes you said you didn't always feel it. I didn't always feel it. There'd be times where, like, I I just have, like, memories of being in there and being like, Lord, <laughs> you're totally not with me right now. Wow. I literally cannot, like, wow. ne- like, like, I know that you are, but I don't feel you. And I was just like, and that sucks. Yeah. And then just having to, like, be, like, remind myself and, like, break, like, after I had gotten through all of like the, like the pain kind of, and just being like, okay, well I have to bring myself to a place of worship to bring myself like back to you kind of, and just being like, okay, well my worship right now is me sitting here and accepting that you're with me, Mm -hmm. even when it doesn't feel like it. Or sometimes my worship would be me trying to like play a song on the piano, which I can't play. I would just, I would just like poke at keys or like, (laughs) or like me just like leading myself into a song or something and just like externally processing. And I was just like, my worship, even though I feel like I have nothing to give you is just me being here and believing that you are close when I don't feel your closeness. I I can help, but like, cause I'm like a, a, I'm a lifelong camper. I don't even know the words are for the Psalms. Like I will be camping in the Psalms my entire life. They've always been the gentle stream when Same. I need to get into God. But I'm hearing this. I'm like, man, you're like, this is like a psalm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, where are you, God? Why are you downcast? And then, like, mm-hmm. now you're bringing it into, like, back to, like, where David would be in them. Of, like, mm-hmm. okay, God, you are worthy. You are good. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it says in Proverbs, like, or maybe Psalms. I don't know. I get them mixed up okay. <laughs> when I reference <laughs> things. <laughs> it says like you enter his gates through Thanksgiving, you enter his courts through praise. And I knew that that key. And to like, when I was believing a lie about God, like I would just have to like bring myself into a place of like reminding myself that the lie wasn't true and that God really was what he said that he was. And I mean, there would be days where I couldn't get myself to, and I would just be mm like sad and and tired and in grief and like that was the place that I was in but like ultimately I knew that the place that I was trying to get to was a place of belief again wow. and that's really what like I had like a wild encounter with God where like I came into agreement and alignment with like the beliefs of who he was wow. and like out of that place like God like radically encountered me and that's I think one of the main reasons why I'm not walking in grief now is because he, I would bring all my questions to God of like, why did this happen? Like, how could you do this kind of mm-hmm. thing? Like, how could you leave me like this? Like, why would, why would this happen? And out of that place, like it, you don't really, you don't really hear much of an answer from God towards that. You kind of are just like, you don't get a lot, you, but you do get him in it. You do mm. get the wow, feeling of really knowing good. that he's there. Right. So you didn't you, get a ton of clarity, I didn't get but any you knew. Clarity. 
God was with you. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I came into agreement and alignment with saying like, okay, God, you like, you are the way you are good. You are kind to me. You are a good father. It wasn't until I came into that agreement and that alignment that God was actually able to give me the truth and give me perspective and tell me, no, I was with you the whole time. Let wow. me walk you through that. And that's like really where most of my freedom and breakthrough came out of is like God just like powerful powerfully encountering That's me racing. showing me oh, that he actually was good i'm getting rocked over here yeah so okay we can land soon but something i want to kind of help me to understand and anyone else that needs a little more understanding it's hard as believers i find when we know we're supposed to believe something but we don't, right? So you said there were days right. I couldn't even get myself there. Did you judge yourself for that? Because I feel like that's kind of what we do when we're not like what we're supposed to be. Like, I'm supposed to be like an all-star Christian. I know all the truth. I went to ministry school. What the heck? You know, how did you, or maybe you did judge yourself, but how, like what went on there when you were having those tough days in in, in your mind and heart? Yeah, no, I totally judged myself. I, I like, put a lot of pride in me being a superstar Christian and me being emotionally healthy um, before I lost my mom. And then I kind of watched myself, like, let experiences, not just losing my mom, but different experiences with friends, like, really, like, get me into a place where I was like, oh... I am not healthy wow. in any way right now. Wow. And I was like, ah, <laughs> that stings. <laughs> That's rough. Because you were. And yeah. now yeah. you're not at wow. all. And so I definitely, okay. I definitely judged myself for that kind of stuff. Right. And I think walking, I think there was enough, like, I did judge myself and the Lord in his, like, after like going through that and just being like, wow, I actually need to show myself grace because yes, like yes. I might, I may have put like a lot of my identity in this thing and now I feel like I have no value. But like the truth is I'm going through the hardest season of my life right now in such a difficult circumstance. And I just need to like remind myself and give myself grace mm. because like at the end of the day, like I'm doing the best that I know how. That's good, Brianna. And I I think also I had friends who are like really encouraging for me too, who would just be like, Brianna, you know that you're doing amazing. That's right. And I'd be like, that's right. I don't feel like I'm doing amazing. Right. (laughs) What is like, you don't know what I used to look like. You don't know what I, who I was before this happened. Like you have no idea. Mm. And I'm like, you know, like you see me now and I'm just like, oh. All of my, like, idolization of what I thought that I was or who I was supposed to be, it's just, like, you watch yourself not be that, and it just, all that kind of, like, pride just has to, like, crumple down because wow. you're just so severely humbled. Wow. <laughs> wow. And that, and the gift is, is God, though, right? The gift is Jesus, right? I mean. Yeah. That's what I, I can go back to in your it story. Is. It's, like, every time I've heard you share from the front here now, it's, like, you found God in a place maybe you have never found him. Yeah. I like found him in like the place where I didn't have any clarity or answers, but I still knew that he was right. That he was, yep. you know, and like that, 
I feel like that's enough because like if you have God, you go. then like there you go. I know there you. It is. You have him. Yep. You know. That's and I it. think all the like the perspective stuff and like it's all such it's all such a gift like to walk out of pain and like God to give you perspective on your life is like it's just a gift from him, mm. you know? And like I feel like I'm walking in in so much joy and freedom because of that gift, I but like that. at the end of the day like I could still be in the same place that I was 2 years ago in like so much pain and it would still be a pleasing offering to the Lord. Wow. Wow, someone needed to hear that. And and he would still be honored in it, That's you know? Good. And I would still be a daughter and I would still be 100% loved and he would there still be 100% faithful. There it is. That day is the right. same day that he raised Jesus from the dead, mm. you know? And it's like, mm. for me to accuse God and to put God on, like, trial mm-hmm. isn't, like, that's not my job. Like, my job is to be a daughter and to receive him as a good father. And wow. If my if my life circumstances don't point towards that, then it's time for me to just remind myself, oh, like, God is a good father and I get to live open-handed. Wow. There it is. Okay, we better, I mean, that was just like, I feel like we just need to send out a firework or something. I'm like, what the frick? Uh, All right, let's, let's end here with not a lot in our culture around grief. People mm-hmm. avoid it like the plague, don't want to talk about it, don't want to think they're going to die. Common denominator for everyone listening, you're going to die. Um, when? We don't know, right? Right. So what do you say to someone who just lost someone close to them? Great friend, a parent, a child. You know, like what are you saying to someone who was in your exact same shoes, they don't have a lot of history with this. It's coming at them maybe for the first time on this level. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe a little kind of key that we can all just put in our back pocket. And, you know, I was going to say hopefully not use it, but the reality is like, we're going to use it. You know, I'm already trying yeah. to like avoid it. And even in my like question, I'm like, maybe just tuck it away and just bury it and <laughs> come back to this podcast one day, you know, but like. <laughs> This stuff's just real. So, yes. Yeah. I think like there are like two specific things that I'm thinking of. Like, I think when you go through something that hard, like something you've never, something you never imagined that you go through and something harder than you thought you ever would have to, it's really scary because you, you don't know if you're going to be okay. And that's how I felt was I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be okay. And I realized that most of the, like most of the time that I was walking through that, what I really wanted to hear was somebody be like, no, Brianna, you're going to be okay. Like I have faith in your life Mm -hmm. and in the Lord enough to know that you're, you are actually going to be okay through this and that you are actually going to be better than you were beforehand Mm -hmm. because that's how God does things. He's working all things together Mm -hmm. for our good to those who love God Mm -hmm. and those are called according to his purposes. It's Romans 8, 28. And so I think that's like, a main thing of like just knowing that like you're actually going to be okay because that's what the Lord's saying over you. Like he's always giving comfort and like affirmation and encouragement towards us. And I think too, one of my like favorite speakers, her name's Haley Braun. She, she said that when you don't have the strength to stand on the rock, cling to it. Wow. That's a good word. 
You just got to, sometimes uh, yeah, you just got to cling. right there. So true. Exactly. If you haven't been there, you will be there. <laughs> you just have to hold on for dear life. <laughs> it's a great word. It's true. Well, thank you. Appreciate this time and just your vulnerability and just the way that you've included others in this journey. Um, but thank you sincerely. Like this has been huge for me and I know others out there uh, will need this, if not now, in the days ahead. <laughs> All right, take care, everybody. Bye. Bye.